Welcome back to the DMP pod, everybody. Today is Wednesday, March 16th, episode 51. Um, got a fun episode. We're going to do a little dubs talk, talk a little bit of whatever the hell's going on around the league and round ball. And then we got a fun little uh, March Madness segment, say, for the end of it. But um, as always, uh, my good friend, Matt, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing good, bro. Thank you for asking. I'm excited to... Uh get into the guts of this episode we got some fun stuff to talk about we sure do and let's start with what everybody comes here to hear about the dubs we uh you know in between our last episode where we talked about the dubs i think it was after the loss to the nuggets where the world was coming down the team was done we were just praying for health um since then our interview last week with joe uh, we've gone on a four-game win streak safe to say dubs are 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 back are we back? Um, I think so. A lot of stuff has fallen into place for us. Um, we'll start with the the most top of mind stuff. Draymond's back. He played last or two nights ago against the Wizards. Um, mm-hmm. Got what about twenty minutes or so? Um, yeah, played twenty minutes on the nose. Didn't start. I think he closed out most quarters, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, just just good to have him out there. You just felt his presence the second he checked into the game. Obviously, it showed in the wins column. Um, got to see the core three back together for the first time. And I think it was like a thousand and some odd games or something like that. Some or days, some wild ass stat where they haven't played together in so long. Um, did you, did you notice, uh, Bob Fitzgerald was like, uh, right when he checked in, Oh, here we go. It's been a thousand and seventy two days. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was cooking dinner. So I had those motherfuckers on mute, but <laughs> I can only imagine They're how the obnoxious they were last night. Yeah. Not good. But as you mentioned, Draymond, right when he checked in, dude, like felt the presence, finished with a plus 24, six points, one steal, six assists, seven rebounds. Like he was all over the place. As soon as he checked in, he had like three straight assists and knocked down an open three. So he looked fucking healthy out there, too. He he looked looked like mad healthy, like taking body shots. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, he looked like beginning of the season uh, spry, which you love to see in the back end of the season um and it gives me a lot of confidence going in i think it's it's one of those situations where we're tied with grizzlies with the grizzlies for the second seed right now um we've got a decently mediocre schedule as far as like good teams bad teams like i think we are closely becoming like the most dangerous team going into the playoffs um especially with chris paul being down um and the grizzlies still being pretty young yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, definitely clicking at the right time. And just having Draymond back is like, it opens up so much more stuff. I'm sure you yeah. saw it last night, but like Steph went off for 47. That was a huge, huge uh, addition uh, from Draymond. Just like knowing how to get Steph open, knowing when to throw the pass. Um, all that stuff is super, super important. I saw like Otto Porter was playing the three at one point last mm-hmm. night, which we haven't seen since Draymond's been out, he's usually playing down low in the middle. So, yeah, I think this opens up a lot of good stuff for us. And I'm sure everybody was happy that Damian Lee got the DNP last night. Although, <laughs> yeah, I still ride for some, my boy. Uh, it's good to have some, like, actual good players playing for us. No, I'm kidding. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, anytime we can get Steph off the ball, let's just say, like, conservatively, like, half of the time and give it to another ball handler that knows how to find him, 
mm-hmm. you know, he's going to keep erupting for these big games and doing it in a way that's going to be less taxing on his body. Um, and then obviously clay, you know, he had what 38 over the weekend against Milwaukee. So he's just finding his rhythm. He had a slump over this, the couple we, uh, what the last like three games on the road during that road stretch. Most all star. Um, yeah. So everything's on the up and up. Kaminga's still playing at like an incredible rate for a rookie. Um, his shot looks good. He's just finding people. His passing is surprising. Um, yeah, it really is. And just the energy that he brings is crazy. Like, oh my God. You think a play is over and, and he's diving for like an offensive rebound or breaking up a pass in the backcourt. It's, it's like exactly what he needs to do. It's crazy because like on Monday night, he played 28 minutes, finished with 12 points, eight boards, two blocks, three assists, a lot of fouls, minus 10. Like, but at that point, like who gives a shit about the plus minus? Like he comes in, he's energy, he gets the crowd excited anytime he gets on the the fast break. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm loving his connection with, with Poole, the two swaggy boys on the team. Yeah. Just uh, <laughs> building that chemistry, I fucking love it. Yeah, me too. They're a fun pair to watch. Um, I also love the Kaminga. I've talked about this before, but the Kaminga Clay two-man game yeah. is, is also so much fun to watch. Warms my heart a little bit. I also love that Clay calls him John. That calls me up. <laughs> I'm calling him John too now. <laughs> so am I. Every time he does, That's let's so fucking great. go, John. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the, like, change in rotation obviously with Wiggins out but before we do that we played the Wizards so I had to talk about Kyle Kuzma um I fucking love watching Kyle Kuzma play not because I think he's like a good player but because oh man here comes the slander oh man he had a few plays last night where you know he's like they're you know one of their go-to guys offensively and I swear to god he he's just like trying to do like Kobe moves on the floor. Like he he does he had a he had a really nice like classic like vintage Kobe like pump fake, go under the guy, hit a layup. Um in like the fourth quarter, like where it looked, you know, if you do those Twitter videos where it like lines up with Kobe doing it, like on point with how Kobe does it. Sure. Then you also try to do like the throw it off the backboard play and mm-hmm. it is like fadeaways. And it's just I have so much joy watching Kuzma just try to be so much more than he is on the court he just yeah he's trying to be a top 10 player all the time it's like come on kyle yeah his like look but no look passes every time <laughs> he just passes the ball he like spins away he yeah. flares his arms out like it's like some like snaps his neck pass. he's about to get whiplash <laughs> he did all that and scored 11 fucking points so i'm <laughs> yeah well, it wasn't the best showing it. for for kyle four for 12 um but the way you, like you were kind of describing uh, the shit that he does that cracks us up, it's in, it's in the same vein as Austin Rivers. Like I, I put yeah. them in a very very similar bracket as far it's as like, like they lo- doing they way cool, more. Maybe right. like t- to them, it's like mm-hmm. just trying to get highlights so you can put like tribute to Kobe if they pick it up. Like it's just like it's all just a <laughs> just such a gimmick player that does nothing for the team sometimes. Yeah. Agreed. And that's why it was crazy that stretch that he had where he was, was it a month or two ago where he, where he was, uh, he was going through that crazy scoring stretch. Yeah. I mean, I still like to say like, he's still having a solid season for, for like, you know, yeah. all things considered. 17 points a game for the wizards. Um, right. I mean, but then again, 34% from the field, he chucks, but it's the wizards, you know, you're not expecting much from them, especially, you know, 
a lot of the time he's been playing with uh, Brad Beal, so he's not getting as many looks as he probably wants. But right, it just it's just so funny to watch him play. I don't know why it brings me so much joy. And like all I'm doing is looking for him to do these things, and he never like fails to amaze me. Yeah, it's the exact same way I would describe watching Austin Rivers. So <laughs> we're we're mind mouthing right now. Um, so for the, the back to the rotations. So a couple of things that happened over the last couple of weeks is um, Steph Curry went back to his normal rotation to where he plays the full first and third quarters. Um, it's what he's been doing for the last I don't know eight ten years. Um, earlier this season, he was kind of like, you know, Kerr was testing out lineups and Steph sort of bit his tongue and went with it, but clearly he wasn't a fan of it. So, uh, he hasn't really looked back since they made those adjustments. Obviously we've had Wiggins combination of, I don't know if he's like sick or hurt. Um, Wiggins? Yeah. So yeah, Wiggins is sick. They said he caught the same thing that, uh, Clay did. Remember when Clay That's missed like yeah. two games in a row or something? Sounds like a nasty flu that's going around. Mm-hmm. So he's been out, which means which means more more Jordan Poole. Um, he's been starting. Um, you need those three on the floor in some combination at all times throughout the game. Him, Poole, uh, him, Clay, and Steph. Right, uh, and it sounds like Kerr is contributing to that. My only question is, what happens when Wiggins come back? Uh, I mean, you know what Steve's going to do. Steve's going to plug him right back into the same minutes, same rotation, starting lineup. Um, hopefully with Draymond back now and Clay back, it'll make the game a lot easier for Wiggins and he doesn't have to do as much. But he, he's got to shoot the ball better or they got to find a reason not to put Jordan Poole in his starting rotation, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, Poole's looking – he scored 20 points for what? I think it's like – Eight, yes. seven straight games. So he's, I believe he's nominated for, I don't think he won it, but he's in the running for like player of the uh, player of the week, right? Mm-hmm. So he scored the, 20 plus over the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Like you can't it's a hot reduce his minutes. You just can't. <laughs> no, give him the fucking ball. Let him shoot. Right. Like he went on a crazy streak last night in the, was the second quarter where he went mm-hmm. in and, and scored like eight or 10 straight. Mm-hmm. kids a bucket yeah and it's even he's getting way more open looks now with obviously Steph and Clay on the yeah. floor with him Draymond's going to make it even better and on the flip like Wiggins is not a off the ball score you know he's been shooting out of his I guess normal percentage which kind of got him the all-star nod and things like that but unfortunately he's kind of come back to earth a little bit he's over the last 10 games averaging 14 points a game shooting a fucking abysmal 33% from the free throw line, 30% from the three-point line, 40% from the field. Um, like, he's just chucking like he normally does. At this point, though, he's just not even coming close to making them. Um, and so it's like, what do you do moving forward? Like, is he really locking down that well defensively to where you need him on the floor? I don't know. Uh, with Draymond, uh, yeah. you know? Like, the way Draymond and Looney – plug up the middle like i feel comfortable with what steph Poole, and clay can do on the perimeter if they just keep rotating and switching like they always do like i don't need wiggins to be out there more than i need like jordan Poole. yeah i couldn't agree more especially with uh the way like steph and clay have kind of like gained old man strength the last like 
I don't know, for Steph, I think it's been this past season. Clay, he's been pretty strong for a while, but it's it's making switching on defense a whole lot easier. So with those two being able to hold their own, like in the mid paint and everything, I don't see a reason you have to start Andrew Wiggins. Right. And I think with Clay, like the more confidence he gets offensively, his defense will show. I, I think like that's what he's worried about right now is like getting his shot back, getting his shots. And I think once he gets his confidence, which we've seen, uh, while he might not be like exactly what he was pre-injury from a defensive perspective, he's going to be plenty enough um, on the perimeter to play the defense we're used to from him. Yeah. And I mean, he's been playing fine defense for the most part. That hasn't, like you mentioned, that hasn't been the issue. He's yeah. kind of been getting himself started on the offensive end, but yeah, defense, he's looked good. Strong. Yeah. Um, so we got a four game win streak on us. Got the Celtics uh, tomorrow or tonight. Sorry. Um who have been red hot, red hot. Um, so it should be a really good game home court. Um, I'm excited for this game, man. I, I, I love watching the Celtics. Um, it's funny. I feel like I was ripping them during the trade deadline. Um, <laughs> and then they've, but caught always, fire. they've caught fire, always been a huge Tatum guy. Love Brown. Um, I like smart, smart. Um, it should be a good matchup. I'm excited to see um, two of the hottest teams go at it. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, finals preview, eh, probably not, Ooh. but <laughs> might be getting ahead of ourselves. But I like where yeah. you're at. I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad to see Jason Tatum play five to seven games in a finals, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, while we're on the Celtics, did you see uh, KG over the weekend have his jersey retired? Uh, you know what? I didn't get to sit down and watch the actual game, but I saw some things going around on Twitter. <laughs> um, that was about the extent of it for me. I saw he finally flicked it up with Ray Allen. Yeah, he uh during his like his his speech as they retired his um uh his jersey, he was just like, you know what, real shit, like of course cursing in front of the crowd. <laughs> yeah, you can't uh, contain the big ticket, bro. You can't, not even especially not on his night. Like you just can never contain the man. Right. Um and he was just like, real shit. I want to say what up or <laughs> shout out to to Ray Allen. Um Ray Allen was in the stands and he kind of came out on the floor, as you see in that picture right there. Had a nice little embrace. Um, and then spotlight stealing Paul Pierce kind of comes out, makes kind of a joke about it, gives him a whole like group hug. But you know, good to see them all embrace and kind of have a good moment. Last time yeah. we saw the three of them, <laughs> KG famously was like licking his lips and in, in rage during the NBA 75 uh ceremony. Right. So yeah, I, I never want to see two legends like this, especially ones that, I mean, the big three that they created was legendary, and they went and got that chip against the Lakers. I don't want to see these guys beefing. Like it, yeah, it's, it, like it a, is, it's like an old band beefing. You don't want to see that, like, going yeah, into their old age. Get back together. Play another show. Like, yeah, there's no reason for you to be. Yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly. There's no reason for those two to be beefing over, like, the media. It just doesn't yeah. make any sense. So, yeah, I'm glad that they were able to bury the hatchet, especially yeah. on Kevin's big night. Exactly. Um, back to the dubs. Really wanted to talk lastly about uh, Wiseman. Um, oh, the old pussy hands <laughs> who you famously coined <laughs> as pussy hands. <laughs> um, so only to our big, viewers, big ticket, big gym to others, whatever you want to call him. But James Wiseman, he he made his um, highly anticipated return to the Santa Cruz G League team. What last Thursday night? Yeah, he's played like in that. two games. And two I believe games. he's playing in one currently against the Clippers G League. 
yeah, so he's played two games currently in his third. Um, I'll let you start and give me your quick initial take on things. Um, sure. And then um, I'm going to give my take. Yeah, see what you're going to say, too. Uh, I mean, this is what we wanted. We wanted them to put him in the G League and get his rhythm and kind of figure out his footing before he comes back to the bigs. I don't hate what I see. I'm, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, trying to give him some slack. Kid has played like practically zero real organized basketball besides AAU. So he he's, he's definitely in the hole. Um, all I can say is that you can see glimpses. Like I don't, I don't love everything I see. I still feel like, I mean, it's the G league. So they're trying to let him cook, right? They're, they're, they're feeding him the ball. Um, but I just see too much tunnel vision with him. Um, I know he's young. I know he hasn't had a lot of experience, but when you see him get the ball, especially like in the post, there's, there's going to be action on the other side, whether someone's setting like a flare or, or whatever, trying to get somebody else open. And he just doesn't even look like he's just so focused on the ball in his hands and like executing the move that he's been practicing with his trainer that it doesn't seem like he sees the whole floor very well, but I mean, these are just two G League games we've seen him in. He put up a decent stat line, if I'm not mistaken, in the second game. Uh, I think he had like 19 points, uh, 12 rebounds or some shit like that. So the numbers don't look terrible, but as far as the, like, the eye test goes, uh, I think I think he's leaving a little bit to be desired. What are you, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think for one, he's – I forget how fucking massive he is. He Dude, is doesn't – he is fucking huge. Doesn't he look like a like a a bigger young Patrick Ewing out there? Like yeah, just especially size-wise. on the especially on the G League floor. Like right. he just looks enormous out there. Um, this one was tough because, like, like you said, you want to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's only mm-hmm. played, you know, X amount of games. He's still only nineteen. Like, go on and on and on and on about all these kind of reasons why. It's hard not to be a little disappointed already. Um, right. But like the thing that you mentioned about him being sort of like tunnel vision into like doing his hook shot, you know, getting his, his looks like we saw that last year um, when he got his, like when he was playing for the dubs, obviously he was, it was very outside of whatever system Kerr is trying to run. It's just like, all Wiseman can do right now is get the ball in the post and quote unquote, go to work um, or catch the ball sort of like in a, um, you know, transition, bringing the ball up the floor um, set where he's taking the trailer and, you know, maybe pull up for three or, you know, do a quick couple dribbles, get to a mid range. So it's like, he's clearly just doing like these like moves and drills that he's like been practicing but like I'm not, we're not expecting much from him from like a passing perspective. Like, no, no, no. Doesn't even seem like he's really like moving around the floor offensively too well. He's kind of just like setting bad screens or like kind of like soft screens and kind of doing these like half-ass rolls. Um, and he's lucky he's like so big that it's pretty easy to find him. Um, he doesn't know how to call to for like, the ball. He's not really calling for the ball either. He's not even really looking to to, to get the lobs. Um, I mean, I got faith in my boy Frankie Ferrari that he could throw the lob. 
Um, <laughs> seeing as the motherfucking could put up like 20 assists in the game. Um, but then the last thing, and I, I texted you before this, but his nickname's coming out a little bit. Like just watching a little bit, you know, even him cra- crashing the glass, he should be getting way more rebounds, but he's like tipping the ball. He's not being able to get his hands on the ball. Um, very harsh review for someone who's only played two, three games in the G League. Um, but I was less concerned about his stats and more concerned about like, how is he moving out there? What's his feel like? Can he move up and down the court? And like, for that reason, I went into this pretty, and my expectations fairly high. Like I'm, I'm pretty like, you know, I don't need to see him this year. Um, right. Like, it'd be great to see him, but I'm not going to be like, fuck, we need a Wiseman in the playoffs. Like, I just don't. Especially with the way we've seen the way they're playing with Draymond back. Like right. with Draymond, Loon, and, and Belly, like you can pretty much handle that front court for the most part. Right. Um, Assuming Belly kind of like gets his shit together and kind of gets sort of like the playoff bug. Um, he had a good game the other night, which right. has like he's, been a revelation he's, because he's been shit. Dude, he was on his way out. <laughs> like, yeah, I was almost surprised that we didn't get rid of him at the deadline. I did too. And then you kind of, I think there was like the news about like Tyreek Evans and he would have been the one to probably get cut. Like, right. I'm glad we held on to him. I think he's solid if he gets his shit together. Um, and I do feel like the team's going to beat his ass to get his shit together when the time comes. Um, I so. but yeah, I mean, I could be pessimistic about it, but like the Wiseman stuff, like, uh, I don't We're know. Pessimistic because we care. The kid was fucking second overall. He's this big prodigy, big James Wiseman. What has he ever done? You know what I mean? Like we want him to live up to those. (laughs) We want him to live up to those expectations. Um, We're not going to be like these guys that are, Oh, you know, he's doing great. Give him some claps. He got 14 rebounds. No, like we're here to to look at what he's doing and what he's going to be able to do at the next level. And the shit that he's doing in the G league game, there's no chance he's going to be doing that on the Warriors. And it's like, like we're, we're not alone in this thought. I mean, you just Google James Wiseman and you got like players are supporting of him, but a lot of people aren't really that excited with what he's been doing. And no. like rightfully so. I just don't. It's tough. Whatever he's mention. doing, it just doesn't fit like what we're doing well at. Like it doesn't fit our system. Um, no, I think we're been, wanting and asking a lot from him. For sure. I mean, that's why I've been saying like, this whole time he's been out, all we would need him to do is run the floor, catch lobs, throw shit, and like rotate correctly on defense. That's all we need him to do. We don't need him to load the musket and and shoot corner threes. Mm-hmm. Like baby steps. You know what I'm saying? Simplify the game. <laughs> do the right. easy shit. That's all we need him to do, especially with all those weapons out there. You think I he really say, needs to be shooting threes with Clay and Jordan Poole out there? I know. You know, now that you say that, I'm getting like like the buyer's remorse is incredible right now for me because it's like what player, what center ha- that has, has been drafted, let's just say in the last like five years, that has been able to do that out the gate. Like Aiton couldn't do it. Nope. You know, Mo Bamba's just starting to figure it out. Um, yeah, it took him a few years. Big guys. Um, uh, what's old boy from Atlanta? Is he even like playing a full season yet on Yeka? Okungwu. He's yeah. figuring it out now. 
Right. Um, so it's his what second year, third year, second year. Right. Triple J is finally figuring it out. Triple J is figuring it out, but he's not even playing that way. He's playing like true. He's I'm just doing chucking. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, all he does um, is shoot Tracy's. You're right. Yeah. Like it took Aiden four years and a deep playoff run with Chris Paul. Like, you know, there have been good centers out the gate, but for ones that could do those sort of things, like you look at Time Lord right now. It took him years to get this shit together. Like, it is not an easy – it sounds very trivial. Like, yeah, get alley-oops, run the floor, you know, block shots. But, like, we see with, like, how skilled Draymond and Looney are without being freaks in nature. Like, that takes years of understanding the game, years of understanding the floor and, like, the pace and being able to, like, anticipate things. And I think, like – it makes sense why Wiseman's only good right now at getting the ball in the post. And I'm saying this in quotes, going to work. Um, <laughs> no, because I mean, it's, it's, it's the term. It's like, you got to go to work when you get the ball in the post and he's so big, he should. Sure. But, but what's he got on, on the end of his wrists? P hands. <laughs> he's got P hands. Dude, I saw this thing on Twitter. I forget who tweeted it. Some uh, like warriors account, but uh, I guess, uh, your boy Winhorst, I think he went on some. Sort My of, boy, hey, I only speak facts. I think Wendy. he went on. <laughs> I think Wendy went on some sort of podcast and uh, was kind of like talking about Wiseman in the G League. And I forget the quote. I don't think I'm going to be able to find it. But he he said something to the fact like, um, he looks great at the way he moves out there, and, and it, he's proven that he's got great hands. Hmm? Like, Wendy, what are you fucking watching, dude? Not can't trust boy. him. <laughs> you, can't, you can't. You can't trust him. Like, how can you trust a uh, reporter analyst that's <laughs> saying that my boy PH has some solid hands on him? It's just, it's untrue. Yeah, it, it's never been like this guy's got a good feel for the game. He's fucking raw, and like that's that's yeah. fine. It's okay that he's like raw, and I think it's unfair to have such a high expectation. But it's also the problem with this whole like get for the future and win now like we are very very lucky to have production so early out of great players like moody and kaminga um sure. but they're wing perimeter guys like it's not as you know they're way play. more athletic they are not athletic like they just can play a little bit better in these situations um like right. wiseman has to be in a box for him to be successful in dubs um and that yeah. box is something that he's not normally used to so it's like yeah, he's never had to do that. I mean, every level that he's actually played significant amount of minutes at, he's just completely physically dominated. Right. He's going to get, I mean, he looks bigger. Like he looks, he definitely like, put on weight, which you love to see. Like he's doing like all the things. Pounds. Yeah. He looks fucking massive. He looks even like 10 years older. He's got like his like mohawk shaved or cut and everything. Yeah. He just looks like he's been through the shit. A um, little dusty, but yeah, it, it's definitely on the dusty side. Like, like coming back from injury here. Yeah, yeah. But I respect it's, it. Yeah, I respect it. I'm just I don't really know what I was looking for. Um but whatever it is, like I'm not super like stoked on it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not jazzed by what I've seen. Um I believe the game against the Agua Caliente clips fire, is the last name, one, by the way. Oh, big time. Agua Caliente, big fire. Um, but I believe that's the last G League game that he's slated to play in. Now, who knows, especially with the way the dubs are kind of rolling. If we beat Boston, I, I don't know. 
but maybe they send him down there and play a couple more. I wouldn't be mad at it. Like let, let the kid work out the kinks, get comfortable before you throw him on the big screen. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, maybe last week I'd be like, get him out there soon. Um, but I'm like, stay down not there, after, man. Just get some yeah. Not after the beauty of what we saw the other night when we beat the shit out of the Wiz Dogs. And I know it's the Wizards. I don't want to put too much stock into it, but we looked fucking incredible. Yeah. It's momentum. It's, Getting the right guys back on track, like we Playing don't, so we can't fast. really afford to get Wiseman up to speed right now. It's like I'd rather right. get Belly back on track than try to fit Wiseman's ass in a system that he doesn't really fit in. I'm like, stay down there, pull him up for the playoffs, and just kind of like throw him in in some times where we need to, like, you know, take a few fouls onto Jokic or someone big and get right. Looney at some rest, but. Do I'm not expecting he, production out of him. Do you think he can play as fast as we've been playing? Because last night or the other night when we played against the Wizards, like we were chucking with seven seconds into the shot clock. Like we were up and down. That you could clearly see that that was the game plan that that Kerr was was putting in against the Wizards was to just run the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Do I think Is he can w- play in that? Can Wiseman do that? Is he going to be able to run the floor like that? They'll have to readjust the system for him because he can't keep up like right. what makes Looney so great is he knows how to he, he might be slow as shit but he knows where to be where to set screens how to set screens and to make the simple passes and again that is something only a vet can really know how to do from a center position perspective like right you know you look at cat he's still trying to figure out how to play defense he's amazing offensively but defensively he gets his lunch eaten every time like um that shit takes time and i don't think it's fair to expect that from wiseman so i guess like yeah to answer your question i don't think he can handle the speed no (laughs) no which means they'll have to readjust the system for him right which down the stretch like this coming up the playoffs i don't know if that's going to happen so Mm -mm. we'll see but um he's got some big shoes to fill that's for sure he sure does. But we got a nice little stretch ahead of us. Boston, San Antonio. We have Boston and San Antonio. Let me go on our final little road trip. Which that is quite tough. a long road trip. We were gone. We play Orlando Tuesday and then a back to back. We play in Miami, then Friday against Atlanta, Sunday against Washington. And then you finish the road trip Monday, uh, another back to back against Memphis. That's going to be a real tough stretch. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, why did they <laughs> they fucked us with that schedule? I know. Man, that's that's yeah. two back to backs on a one, two, three, four, five game road trip. That's crazy. Yeah, it'll be tough. So with with like back to backs on like Miami on the back end of a back to back who's number one in the west or the east, you know, Memphis and, on the back end of a back to back who's number two in the west, which will be fighting for that spot at the time. Um I don't like that. Yeah, but, but then the rest of the way looks looks decent. I mean, we got a primetime game. We host the Suns. That'll be a tough one. Then we play at home against Utah. We usually eat their lunch, especially with Draymond on the court. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Sac, kick the shit out of the Kings. Then the Lakers at home, and then two San Antonio and two New Orleans, which should be winnable games. Yeah, not a bad stretch. Just got to get yeah. through. That one that road trip's gonna be difficult, but we yeah. do have quite a long break before we go. Uh, on the road trip we play tonight wednesday against boston and then we don't play until sunday 
I think um, Bob Fitzgerald called it a uh, little mini summer camp in between or something like that. God, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> He's the fucking worst, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Excited for the Celtics game tomorrow. Um, let's get into some quick Kyrie stuff and then let's get to the fun stuff around the brackets and March Madness. Um, so Kyrie has been, you know, we've had our fair share of Kyrie takes around his vaccine, his vac stance, you know, what he's doing for the team, what it's like to have him playing part time and so on and so forth. Um, this past Sunday, or I guess I don't even know where to start going back a little bit, but New York City lifted the mandates to where you don't need to be vaccinated to be indoors. Um, but for some reason, and honestly, I still don't know why um, he's unable to play for the Brooklyn Nets. And so home games, he still doesn't go to, but this Sunday, the Knicks play or the Nets played at the Knicks or no, was it at the Knicks? No, Um, it was at Barclays. I think it was at home. I mean, yeah, in Barclays because he still can't play at home. You're right. So it was at Barclays. Um, and Kyrie couldn't play. He couldn't even be like on the team bench. So he bought a ticket to the game courtside and courtside seats and watched the game. And like, pause real fast. That is like one of the biggest baller moves you can do. Like, oh, amazing. <laughs> you can't play in this game. You can't come to work. Oh, no. You know what? You can't sit on the bench either. All right. Fuck mm-hmm. you. I'm going to sit on the wood. I'm going to sit like four seats away from where my team is sitting. And basically I'm sitting on the me. fucking wood. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible move. Sorry, go on. But anytime no, not... you pull a power move like that, it's appreciated. No, I think like it's fucking ridiculous. And and Taylor Rooks had a good point where it's like you can be pro vaccine and still think this logic here is is fucking dumb. And that's kind of where I'm at. Like absolutely. I don't really know exactly why he can't play at that point they also got fined because Kyrie went into the locker room on Sunday um doesn't make any sense like this guy Joe Pompliano tweeted I thought he he did it pretty well I'm sure Taylor Rooks had a similar tweet but he said so Kyrie can attend the game he can sit courtside and watch opposing players that are unvaccinated play but he can't play or even enter the locker room himself like it just it doesn't make sense the way that like these rules are are laid out and are enforced it just it makes the whole thing look silly yeah and i I mean i still think Kyrie should just get fucking vaccinated and have to deal with this shit but like (laughs) this one is just confusing to me and like i'm sure I i know the mayor of new york is kind of going on his um you know, crusade about it and like not to get too much into the weeds around it, but like it's just like if this was any player, it's like you it doesn't make any fucking sense that a player on a team has to buy a ticket to their own team's game, regardless and of the rules. Either don't let him in the fucking arena or that's what I'm saying. Why can he play? sit courtside but he can't go into the locker room? Like yeah. it makes no fuck and not to mention like the opposing players don't have to be vaccinated and they're gonna be in the game. He does yeah. that when he's playing away games in fucking Denver. It's right. so stupid. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if this is the case, if they got fined 50K, does that mean that when it comes playoff time, that the Nets are just going to be writing $50,000 checks at home games for Kyrie to suit up? That's what I don't know. I think they're obviously aggressively 
appealing any sort of like rules that they have in place. And it's just really going to come down to Kyrie versus the mayor and see what they can get. Um, the tale is old as time. Kyrie but versus fuck, the mayor. Man, if it's a game seven at home and they need to win this goddamn game, I'm putting in my own cash to play in that fucking game. <laughs> You're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to arrest me to to not make me play at that point. I think the vibe curator himself, Steve Nash, is the one that should have to pony up the 50k from his salary. He's not, he's not making any a suit. You got a, a duffel in the car with the cash. He's not making any coaching moves anyway. He's just making right. sure his boys aren't too mad. Well, luckily for the Nets, they're not gonna have home court advantage unless they go on a wild tear. Um, and a True. lot of teams lose. So they're right now in the eighth seed. So like they may they might not have to worry about a game seven at home. Um, Unless they, they gotta play. Won't. Well, then would they have to play an away play-in game? Or um, if so, if they're the eight seed, they will play. It's seven, eight, nine. No, it's fuck. I forgot how the play-in goes. I think it's seven, ten, seven, ten, eight, nine. So they would have to play a home game. So they wouldn't have Kyrie for the play-in play game. Playing home, yeah. So. Which, it might be tactical to just lose, <laughs> lose a couple more and let fucking lose. the nice <laughs> jump them. It's stupid. Uh, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. All that to say, last night or tonight when we were recording, Kyrie had his own career high, Nets franchise record, 60 points. So the motherfucker is still a bucket. He had 41 in the first half, and Steve decided to continue to play him when they were up 30. I love it. Steve. Steve Nash, <laughs> get your hands off my head. He's a terrible coach, by the way. I'll leave it at that. Um, he doesn't coach. He stinks. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about before going on is the whole Westbrook situation. Um, Let me see if I can pull up some of his stats real quick so we can give the listeners an idea of what he's been doing. I got one for you that I pulled. He's shooting 9% from the three since All-Star break. Nine, like single nine. digit nine. Nine. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. It's not good. From a former M- he won MVP what three years ago, four years ago? And this is whenever this- he was on the, the Thunders. But yeah. Sure. Oh man, it's not looking good. He is stinking up. I mean he's been stinking it up all season. Um and he's playing for the Lakers. And if you're a highly paid a high played player on the lakers if you're a star on the lakers if you're anything that's not like fucking stanley johnson on the lakers like you are going to be highly scrutinized and criticized if you're not playing up to that terrible fan base of standards um but you, to get the point, you go to a big market team exactly you know he's been playing in oklahoma city and houston and washington where right. just getting wins is great and good enough for them just um, having a player is good for them. Like an all star, yeah, wins. anything. Right. Um, but I mean, he's you know getting older. He's in a terrible slump, and he's hearing it. And you know, he's hearing it from media personalities. He's hearing it from his own fans. They're literally booing him and saying no when he has to shoot the ball or when he goes to shoot the ball. No, 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 um, no, no. no. <laughs> It all started in the end towards the end of February, where Westbrook's wife started ripping Skip Bayless, and they kind of went back, back and forth. You got it up right now around like, "Don't disrespect my name," blah blah blah. 
Um, oh yeah. Also, one of my favorite like just lines that people say is "Don't call me out of my name," and I just find that fucking hilarious. If you're calling somebody like a, a bitch or a loser, like I don't don't call me out my name. <laughs> Nina Westbrook tweeted to Skip Bayless. You've got to stop calling people out of their name. You're very disrespectful and a bully, which I just find very funny. And I believe he's uh, blocked her on Twitter. <laughs> which is hilarious. Right. Um, so fast forward a couple of weeks, Westbrook has another abysmal game. And in his presser, he kind of goes on this long spiel around like, you know, supporting his wife, which he should always do. Talking about how like, you know, you're talking about my name getting shamed and, you know, my kids don't want to see that. I don't want to take my kids to my games because I get booed. Um, you know, I have so much pride in my last name, Westbrook. My son has pride in his last name, Westbrook. Um, and <laughs> the funniest thing about it is he's like, and it hit me like, damn, I can no longer allow people, for example, Westbrook to me is now shaming, which is just a fucking playground elementary school nickname that he's like if you call me westbrook i'm gonna come after you kind of type shit um and we still have to say like two years ago or last year you know westbrook's the first guy to fucking mock somebody when he you know scores on them he's the first one to do the whole rock the baby thing he's cursing Mm -hmm. out players in the stand or players families in the bubble he's you know (laughs) pat bev tricked y'all he's you know for good reason, but he told a guy that he was going to murder his wife. Yeah, humiliating <laughs> fucking media personality, journalists when they ask him questions. Like, he's never I'll been one to be any sort of like sensitive to this shit. Um, so it's just the whole Lakers thing. It, this whole year has been like we're going the season as the best shit, and now that we're getting beat and people are making fun of us. We're like, hey, man, come on. It's bigger than basketball. Stop being mean to me. He's got kids, man. Yeah, so Lakers being Lakers. Um, I don't know if you had any other thoughts on it, but. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously, like, heckling someone's kids, sending death threats to his wife, that's horrible. That should never be done. Um, but like you mentioned, like, making a, a playground nickname out of your name because you're shooting 9% from the three-point line when you get paid $30 million, that's something you should probably take on the chin and just get better. Like, right. Sorry, Russell Westbrook. I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> yeah, you you're be consistently fucking... hitting the side of the backboard on 18 right. foot bank shots. You just can't sure. do it. Maybe go see a therapist. Like, I don't know. It's, it's gotta be some sort of mental block or something, but it, like, like you said it best, he's the first one to dish it out. And if that's the case, a fucking name like Westbrook, you got to take that, bro. You can't be, calling people out individually for doing a little play on words with your name. You've been playing like like shit, get better. What are you going to do about it? Like, I'm not going to allow it. Like, are you going to try to fight every fucking Laker fan that calls you, that boos you, that calls you Westbrook? Like, don't call me out my name. You guys are going to lose potentially in the first round of the playoffs or the playing game and get booed off the floor. Like, just be ready for it. (laughs) Right. Be ready for it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but... I hope you it continues. It. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hate to see it. With, uh, with the Lakers currently in what, – what place are they in right now? Are they in I wanna say ninth? ninth? I want to say ninth. I think they're also in ninth. But, I mean, if he keeps that shit up, 9% from the three-point line, yeah, they're in ninth. They're a game and a half up on the Pels, who are in 10th. 
and two uh two and a half games up on the Blazers who are in 11th. So it ain't it ain't safe. Uh, there's there's a big big um, gap between the Clippers and the Lakers right now, about five and a half games, and I don't see the Lakers closing. So it's really up to. Uh, I highly doubt that Portland's going to sneak into the playoffs, but it would delight me in a big way to see King James miss miss the playoffs this year with West, Russell Russell Westwick. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> LeBron just has to score fifty every time if they want to win games. So we'll see yeah. how they go. He's done. He's done it this week. So, <laughs> um, all right. Final thing um, before we get out of here. Uh, March Madness has loosely started tonight. It's the uh, two playing games. I want to say the first one is uh, one of them is Indiana versus Iowa. I want to say. Um, either way, we're gonna do a quick little shotgun bracket where we're going to fill out an official DMP pod bracket live during this episode. Um, I haven't watched more than two minutes, maybe, of college basketball. I think um, I've watched one. So we have a collective three minutes in total of college basketball. Um, all I know is that Duke lost their last home game with Coach K against Carolina, so shouts to them. Um, yeah, hate to see gonna, it. <laughs> hate to see it. Um <laughs> We're just going to jam through this. Matt, do you want to be the driver on this? Uh, the clicking? And I, we can like yeah. and just do some clicking. Um, absolutely. All right, for sure. Um, all right, so the first game we are going, we're going to just start from the top left and go all the way through. So Gonzaga, Georgia State, Gonzaga. Yep. Boise State, Memphis, Memphis. Boise State, you say? Oh, no, we'll go Memphis. Go ahead. We'll go okay. Memphis. UConn, New Mexico State. Go on UConn. Okay. Arkansas, Vermont. I'm going Arkansas. All right, cool. Going chalk. Yep. Alabama versus Rutgers or or Notre Dame. Um, shit. This is. Yeah, I hate the playing game. ones because because I don't know who they're playing. Yeah, and I fucking hate both Rutgers and Notre Dame. Uh, we're going Bama. Bama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Texas Tech, Montana State. We gotta have an upset here eventually. I know. Let's go with uh. Go with Texas Tech. Let's do it. Michigan State, okay. Davidson. What do you got? Let's do Davidson. There we Let's go. Get some Davidson out there. Duke, Fullerton. Let's go Duke. You guys are lucky. All right. <laughs> next next uh, East bracket. Baylor, North, Norfolk. Got to go Baylor. Baylor. Carolina, Carolina Marquette. Marquette St. Omar. St. Mary's. Wyoming. Ooh, that game is going on right now. Maybe we can figure out who's winning. Indiana you know might be winning this game. Shout shout out to alumni Rob Jones. We got to we got to ride yeah. with St. Mary's. Come on, UCLA Akron. Yes, Akron. Akron. See you, Bruins. Uh, <laughs> Texas Virginia Tech. Never bet on the horns. Let's go Virginia Tech. Purdue <laughs> Yale. Let's go Purdue. Murray State USF Dons. Got to go Dons. Yep. Um, Kentucky St. Peter's. Kentucky. All right. South Arizona. Got to go Arizona. Yep. Seton Hall TCU. Oof. I'm a Seton Hall guy myself. Let's do if it. If it was if it was football, I'd go Horn Frogs. But all right, here's our five twelve. UAB Houston. Let's go with the fucking Birmingham boys. Yes. Illinois Chattanooga. I think yeah. Illinois has been really good this year, right? They have. They have. All right, Colorado State Illinois. Michigan. Got to go with my boy Jawan. Yep. 
I don't know how they're 11. Tennessee Longwood. <laughs> I don't even know what a Longwood is. I don't think I've ever heard of that school. <laughs> Let's go Longwood. Let's go Longwood. Pause. Fuck it. Yeah, pause. Ohio State Loyola, Chicago. Um, no, I'm going Sister Jean, Jean baby. Come on, is she still alive? I think so. Villanova, Delaware. Villanova. Gotta go no fun. Kansas, Texas Southern. Kansas. Uh, San Diego State, Creighton. Let's go Tex. Aztec, uh, Creighton it is. Oh, Tex, excuse me. Sorry, sorry. San Diego State. Iowa, Iowa Richmond. Richmond. Uh, Rich what? Yeah, let's go Richmond. Cornfed boys. Providence, South Dakota. Let's go Friars, baby. Providence. LSU, Iowa State. Iowa State seems like a good upset. Wisconsin, okay. Colgate. Oof. When you kiss a youth, Colgate. Should we do the Wisconsin? <laughs> you want to go to the gate? Let's go to the gate. Let's go to the, the gate. All right. Yeah, USC, yeah. Miami. Um, I say SC on this one. They're okay. pretty good this year. I think. Miami's jerseys are fire, though, but we'll go with USC. Let's go with the with the Trojans. Auburn, Jayville. Let's go with uh, the OBS. All right. All right. Let's just back start back up. Yeah. Gonzaga, Memphis. It's actually a sick matchup, but we got to go with the Zags. Yeah. UConn, Arkansas. Dude, I'm feeling like a UConn run makes sense. I agree. Bama, UConn. Texas Tech. Go a little Let's Bama? Go Bama boys. Let's do it. All right. Duke Davidson. Got to go with the Dukies. Yep. Baylor, Kaylor, Carolina. I'll let you pick this one because my bias is going to get in the way. Ooh. All right. Uh, shit. Let's, Let's go, go Baylor. Okay. Now, Carolina right. stinks, man. Can't do right. it. Yeah. Baylor, it is. Gales St. Mary's Akron. Akron. Let's go, Gales. Yep. Here we go, Gales. Purdue, Virginia <laughs> Tech. I say Virginia Tech. Okay. Respect. All it. I know is they beat Duke in the ACC championship. So I'm going to roll with that. Ooh, the Dons go. versus Kentucky. Have they ever played before? Like in life? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, but. Got to go with the Cats, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, go with the Wildcats. Hometown bias ain't going to get them there. All right, Arizona, Seton Hall. Let's go Kitty Cats. Let's do it. Illini. Illini, UAB. Let's go Illinois. Yeah. Longwood. Longwood. Let's go with Jawan. <laughs> Does Sister Jean do it again? Does she beat Jay Wright and Villanofun? I mean – that might be a lot of upsets. This is going to be the year where people are going to be like, let's go Loyola Chicago. This is the year where we pick them, right? Yeah, let's let's like flip that on its head and just – Yeah, let's get them out, out of here. Yep. Kansas, Next. San Diego State. Have you watched much Kansas this year? I've watched <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I haven't watched a lick of them. But I fucking hate Kansas. So, so do I. Fuck it. ST State. What's let's happening? Let's go. Providence, Providence Richmond. Richmond. Let's go Friars. Friars. Iowa State, Colgate. <laughs> Pretty sure a Donald Foyle went to Colgate. I feel like so Colgate got some good shooters. Gotta go Colgate. So with that being said, we'll go with Gate. Yeah. All right. This is a tough one. Auburn SC. I think Auburn. Auburn. All right. Let's do it. They're three and two versus the top twenty-five, which is a good yeah. Time. Auburn feels pretty good. All right. Zags UConn. Boom. Let's go. Upset City UConn over over the Zags. Fuck with me. Bama Duke. Huh. I think Duke UConn sounds like a good. That does sound like a nice blue blood elite eight. Baylor St. Mary's. I think Baylor takes that. Kentucky Kentucky, Virginia Tech. Tech. This would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
Let's go Kentucky. Fuck it. All right. Yeah. Arizona, UVA, Illinois. Illinois. What are you thinking? <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> um, Illinois is four and four versus the top twenty-five. U of A is five and two. U and A is thirty-one and three. Arizona, U of A is really good. Didn't know that this year. I mean, they're let's always go U, good. Let's go U of A. All right, fuck it. The cheaters. Twelve champs. Michigan, Villanova, Villanova. Michigan. We got a phone in queue on this one. I don't know a thing about Villanova, but I do know Jawan Howard got suspended for five games from mushing old boy in the face. I feel like that's a good omen to, to I like mush the idea of the victory coach. run, the revenge tour. Yeah, me too. All right, All right. elite eight. UConn, Duke. We gotta go UConn. Yeah, we're just riding the Huskies out into the sunset. Um, Baylor, Kentucky. Baylor. Baylor. Okay. Baylor yeah, I don't trust. Is. I think Arizona, I, man. You want to go I, Michigan? I, my heart's telling me to go Michigan. Oh, fuck. We, we, got the <laughs> oh, we missed a few. All right. <laughs> quick, quick style. Providence over SD State. Auburn, Auburn over Colgate. All right. I think Auburn Auburn's wins that game. Auburn over Providence. All right. All right cool. No. Now we're in the final four. Where is my final four at? Here we go. All right, All right, so we got UConn, Baylor, Arizona, Auburn in our final four. Two I think Arizona ones. beats Auburn. Okay. And are we gonna are we gonna count on the Huskies to make this deep run? I kind of like it. Let's do it. All right. So we got a UConn U of A championship. And who are we picking? Are we no. are we gonna our listeners might say U of A? Our hearts might say UConn. I think we gotta roll with UConn. You think so UConn? Are, are we that crazy? I mean, it's just I, the thing I mean, is, U of A is thirty-one and three on the season. Does that type of team ever win the national championship? Heaven to know. That's what I'm saying. And UConn's coach is Dan Hurley, who's a fucking oh, electric brother, coach. Of, brother of Bobby, brother, brother of Bob. Oh, I, I kind of like that. I think we may have to go. Let's UConn. go with the Huskies. All right, Fuck it. score. I love how you have already in the score. Get to... My, my auto free auto fill 69 in your score. <laughs> God damn it. What are we going with? Uh, um, let's see. Points per game. U of A is about 85. UConn's about 75. Let's do 60, 69. UConn, uh, 60. That, 64. I like 64, Arizona. 69-64. University of Connecticut. Submit motherfucking picks. Boom. All right, Huskies. DMP so we'll bracket. be checking in periodically on our bracket that took us about five minutes. That's how you do um, a speed bracket. Speed bracket like you read about. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way we can lose with that. No. Um, I have a good feeling about it. You got to go with there. too much thought puts you in a bad position. You just kind of have to roll with it. Um, game start Thursday. I couldn't be more excited. Thursday through Sunday this weekend is some of the fun, some of the best sports of just nonstop hoops. Yeah. Um, weekend one's always fun. Yeah, so I'm excited. I have to get my gambling shoes out and uh, pick that shit back up. We'll see. Uh-oh. Um, but yeah, that about does it. Anything else you wanted to add before we take out, get out? I was looking for some more trending tops, but I think that's all we got today. So 
good work. Um, this was fun, and let's fucking go Draymond. I'm hoping he uh, he meshes even more as he continues to come back. Good work to you. Good work to everybody. Appreciate the support, and um, we'll see y'all next week. Go Huskies. Peace.